Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary, the only podcast read by some, the only podcast where some idiot reads the dictionary. I figured it out. Uh, So this is actually take number two because I didn't like the other one and I made some big mistakes. So I think babble was the last word of the last episode. Um, And so I think we're going to start with the word babe today, B-A-B-E. But I do want to say at the time of recording, I'm not 100% sure what day these episodes are airing, but I think... One of them, either yesterday's or today's, is airing on January 20th, 2020, 1 2020, and uh, that is my sister's birthday, so happy birthday, Jessica. All right, here we go with the word babe. It is a noun from the 14th century. 1A, we just have the synonyms infant and baby. 1B is slang. We have the synonyms girl and woman. And 1C We have the slang again, um, a a person and especially a young woman who is sexually attractive. Probably not the most appropriate word to use um, unless you know the person very well. Uh, You know, so be aware uh, when you're using this word. Um, And then uh, this probably isn't um, a big enough definition to to put in the the dictionary. Um, But when there's a couple... And sometimes people will call their significant other babe. That doesn't have to be man or woman, male, female, whatever. Uh, that's that's another way that uh, that word gets used. Um, and then we have the number two definition for babe, a naive, inexperienced person, used especially in the phrase babe in the woods. The etymology says this is Middle English, and it is probably of... Imit origin. What is imit? Um, I recently found a page at the beginning of the dictionary that has all of the different um, uh, abbreviations that are used in this book. So let's take a quick look at that to see what imit means. Stand by. Abbreviations. Where is imit? Um, Imitative. Imitative. Okay. So is that like when you're imitating something, used probably of imitative origin. Uh, all right, we are going to move on to Babel. Uh, B-A-B-E-L, and the first B is capitalized. This is a noun from the 14th century. I think there was a movie called Babel, wasn't there? Or something? Uh, one, a city in Shinar where the building of a tower is held in Genesis to have been halted by the confusion of tongues. Uh, If I remember correctly, the story was something like they were building a huge, very tall tower for some reason, and I guess, according to this, that they had to stop building it because there were too many languages being spoken by the people who were making it, and there was some confusion, so they stopped. Is that right? I don't know. Number two says it is often not capitalized. Uh, So 2A, a confusion of sounds or voices. I feel like whenever I'm at a restaurant or a bar or any place where there's a lot of people, that's basically all my ears hear is just a bunch of babble. It's even harder for me to hear uh, the people that I'm with. Uh, But as I've said, my ears are terrible. Now we have to be a sense of noise or confusion. Let's look at the etymology. This is Middle English from the Hebrew Babel, B-A-B-H-E-L. And that is from the Akkadian Bab-Ilu which means gate of God. 
And I think that has to do with uh, when they were building the tower, they, they, I think they were trying to build it to the heavens. They were trying to build a tower to get to heaven. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't really know in reality if this actually happened or if it was just a story in the Bible. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. But uh, yeah, that's, that's Babel. Now we have Babesia. Babesia. B-A-B-E-S-I-A. This is a noun from 1911. Any of a genus of sporozoans, no, uh, sporozoans, parasitic in mammalian red blood cells, as in Texas fever, and transmitted by the bite of a tick, called also pyroplasm, P-I-R-O, plasm. Let's see, what else do we want to say? The genus is Babesia, and the etymology says this is New Latin from Victor, how do you say his name? Babies or Babies? It's spelled like just the word babes, B-A-B-E-S. That's his last name. He died in 1926, and he was a Romanian bacteriologist. That's a fun job. Now we have babesiosis. Babesiosis. I, I think this is related. It's a noun from 1911. An infection with or disease caused by uh, bab, babesiosis. What? Babesias, Babesias. Um, that I don't think Babesias is in here, but we do what the word we'd read before was Babesia. So, however you want to pronounce that word, um, yeah, again, that doesn't sound fun. Now we have Babinski, capital B, no, Babinski Reflex, capital B-A-B-I-N-S-K-I. This is a noun from 1900, a reflex movement in which when the sole is tickled, the big toe turns upward instead of downward and which is normal in infancy but indicates damage to the central nervous system as in the pyramidal tracts later in life. It's called also Babinski sign or Babinski's reflex. Um, so that's so fascinating that your big toe is supposed to go one way, but if you have this, uh, if you have uh, damage to the reflex or to the nerves, then it goes the other way. Uh, this is from J.F.F. Babinski. He died in 1932, or she, I don't know, uh, a French neurologist neurologist yeah it goes over to the second line um i'm sure that most of you when you're uh when the sole of your foot is tickled something happens hopefully your big toe turns upward now we have babarusa babarusa b-a-b-i-r-u-s-a uh this is a noun from 1673 a large wild swine of Indonesia. And the scientific name is Babarusa Babarusa. Interesting. Uh, so the first of those is B-A-B-Y-R-O-U-S-A. And the second spelling is R-U-S-S-A. And the word that we're talking about is R-U-S-A. So three different spellings of essentially the same word. Uh, this word comes from Malay. It is from babi, B-A-B-I, which means pig, plus rusa, which means deer. Um, interesting. I wonder why they added deer to that, but I'm going to have to find a picture and post that one. 
Next, we have baboon. A lot of people know what baboons are, um, but there is another uh, primate called a mandrill that I think looks pretty similar to a baboon. So a lot of people think that a mandrill is a baboon, but it's, uh, it's, it's a different animal. So a baboon is a noun from the 15th century. Any of a genus of large, gregarious primates of Africa and southwestern Asia having a long, square, naked muzzle. Square, naked muzzle? Uh, oh, naked just because there's no fur on it. Also, any of several closely related primates. And um, let's see. The etymology says this is from uh, Middle French babouin, which is from baboué, B-A-B-O-U-E, which means grimace. So I guess they thought that they looked like they were grimacing all the time, and uh, they called them baboons. Sorry, I have to wipe my nose. All right, next we have babu. Babu, B-A-B-U, or B-A-B-O-O. It is a noun from 1776. One, a Hindu gentleman. It is a form of address or address corresponding to Mr. Um, and so, yeah, in, in America or in English, we call somebody Mr. something. I'm Mr. Parks, although don't ever call me that because that just sounds way too formal for me. Um, and so in Hindu, they say Babu, or is it uh, it's Babu. The emphasis is on the first syllable. 2A, an Indian clerk who writes English. 2B, in italics, it says often disparaging. So uh, notate that. This is not something that you want to say. Um, it is an Indian having some education in English. Um, so this is, like I said, Hindi, Babu, and it literally means father. Um, okay, now we have uh, Babul, B-A-B-U-L. The emphasis is on the second syllable. This is a noun from 1780. An acacia tree, uh, widespread in India and northern Africa, that yields gum, Arabic, and tannins, as well as fodder and timber. Uh, I'm not sure if I've heard of this phrase, gum Arabic. Um, I've heard of the word fodder just in general, but in terms of a, a tree, I'm not sure exactly what that is. Uh, but that is what a babul is. Uh, now we have babushka. This is a noun from 1938. 1A, a usually triangularly folded kerchief for the head. 1B, a head covering as a scarf resembling a babushka. Number two, an elderly Russian woman. I'm not sure if I've ever heard of Russian women being uh, called a babushka. I knew they wore babushkas, but uh, that, that one's new to me. This is from Russian. It means grandmother. Oh, okay. It actually means grandmother. And it's a diminutive of baba, which means old woman. Uh, now I need to ask some people... Did you actually know that babushka means old woman? Um, and it's just what they wear. So that's where the, the kerchief or the scarf name came from. All right, we are on our last word of the episode. It is the first form of baby. The other forms are going to move over to the second episode or the next episode. Uh, this is a noun from the 14th century. 1A1, an extremely young child, especially the synonym infant. 1A2, an extremely young animal. 1B, the youngest of a group. 2A, 
One that is like a baby, as in behavior. 2b. Something that is one's special responsibility, achievement, or interest. Something that is one's special responsibility, achievement, or interest? Baby? Okay. Uh, Number three is slang, and we have 3a and 3b. So 3a synonyms are girl and woman, and it is often used in address. Hey, baby. Again, not really something that you want to say, especially these days. Not that it was appropriate 40 years ago, but... I guess it was more accepted back then, but not not so much now. Uh, and 3B, we have these synonyms boy and man. So sure, it goes either way. Hey, baby. Uh, and that one is also often used in address. Number four, we have these synonyms person and thing. Uh, there's an example. Is one tough baby. I've, I've heard one tough cookie, but I don't know if I've heard of one tough baby. Babyhood is a noun and babyish is an adjective. So we have to pick a word of the episode. Um, there were definitely some good ones, but I've always loved primates in general. So I'm going to pick baboon as the word of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you missed my one episode where I talked about the evolution of English, uh, recently, um, in it, I mentioned somebody who contacted me on Reddit, thanking me for creating a podcast where I read the dictionary and they requested that, um, I don't interject so much. So I'm trying to be a little bit better about that. As I mentioned, uh, some people I think enjoy the interjections because it keeps it a little bit more interesting, hopefully, and hopefully funny on occasion. Um, but I do understand, you know, if you're that type of person who just wants to hear the dictionary, then I will try and keep them, uh, to a minimum, but no promises. Sometimes I may go off on tangents, especially when I have, uh, a guest with me. We like to talk, uh, and you know, it's fun. So yeah, that's it. Thank you and goodbye.